Welcome to Junior L's and Now What? Interlude episode 6.5. First thing I have to talk about is a hilarious moment that took place recently. We are very excited as a family to see this new Detective Pikachu movie. Most in particularly, my oldest son, who has been a Pokemon fan since he was two. And he's been doing a great deal of research, looking into all of the different videos that are being released about the movie before it's come out. One of those videos was a mock leak of the movie, where the first 15 seconds or so of the movie is a short scene from the movie itself, and then an hour and a half of Pikachu dancing, with the dance steps and the music repeating about every 15 to 20 seconds. It is really funny. What made it even funnier was when all three of my kids danced for about five minutes to it together around nine o'clock at night. Comical. Admittedly, it definitely made it difficult to get everyone to bed, but comical. All right, so segueing from that, and this is a terrible segue, into a short discussion on what took place with the last couple of podcasts and the topic I'm covering, which I started referring to as Enigma Alpha. So the topic's been introduced, and it's been described a little bit, certainly not been given a real name or the name. In contemplating the next move, which is the application of the topic, I realized in talking with my wife that there is a secondary topic that I'm going to refer to as Enigma Beta that has a symbiotic relationship with Enigma Alpha, meaning these two topics really can't exist independent of the other. They work hand in hand. And so my plan was, instead of concluding the application and reveal of Enigma Alpha on this next podcast episode, I would instead introduce this new topic, Enigma Beta, and as I wrapped it up, I would wrap up Enigma Alpha with it. There's also been a change of plans here because with the imminent arrival of Mother's Day in two days, I'm going to create a special episode for that for my next podcast. After that one, next week, I will then continue with the plan. All right, terrible segue again. Let's talk about top fives. In the last interlude podcast, I gave a top five animes with an honorable mention. So in this podcast, I wanted to also do a top five. Music is a critical part of my life. Part of the reason why music is so critical to me is because it is so hard to stir emotions in me that things that do, almost like a drug, it's something that I'm drawn to, uh, as strange as that sounds. Music is one of the few things that can truly elicit an emotional response in me. Not that it happens a lot, but it's one of the few things that's at least got some level of consistency. So to that end, I can't really list a top five artists. I have far too many that I like. I do, however, have a single top favorite song, and then a series of artists that I like for a variety of reasons. So I'll briefly go into some of those so that you can kind of get a little insight here. So my favorite song of all times that like when I die, I want this played at my funeral. So it's on record. Whether I have a will or not, it is on record. I want it played at my funeral. This song is from Final Fantasy VI, a video game that was originally released for the Super Nintendo called Final Fantasy III. There is a scene in this that's rather famous among Final Fantasy buffs. It's called the opera scene. And the name of the song in this particular version, this is an album called uh, Final Fantasy VI Grand Finale. And in this 
version of the the soundtrack. There's a song called, and I'm going to totally butcher the name, Aria di Mezzo Caratur. Uh, I'm going to spell it really quick. A-R-I-A, then D-I, then M-E-Z-Z-O, then C-A-R-A-T-T-E-R-E. I'm not even entirely sure what language the song is in. It could be Latin. It could be Japanese. It could be a made-up language. But this song elicits an emotional response into me deeper than any other song ever does, has, and probably ever will because of memories it dredges up from when I was a youth, the very pleasant and happy memories of, uh, of Christmases gone by. It is an amazing piece of music in operatic form. It's fantastic. All right, so to artists. Uh, some of my favorite artists today, right now, is an artist named uh, Nate Wants to Battle and another artist named Amelie. I list them together because they're very similar in their natures as far as artists. They do a lot of music based off of Japanese anime theme songs that have been translated into English. Uh, they also take a lot of video games and either sing their theme songs, or in Nate Wants to Battle's case, a lot of times he will actually do a Weird Al Yankovic, where he'll take a popular song and tweak the lyrics to be reflective of a video game. They both release music constantly, and they're both very talented, and uh, I, I thoroughly enjoy them. I, list, I mentioned Weird Al Yankovic. He's also a favorite of mine, has been for a very long time. Partially just because I love to laugh, and he causes me to laugh a lot. I enjoy some country music as well. I am not genre-specific, by the way. Uh, I'm not a person who often believes in the absolutes, oh, I hate heavy metal, or I hate rap, so I refuse to listen to it. No, I listen to some heavy metal. I listen to some rap. Some of my favorite individual songs, I can't understand the lyrics because of the way they're singing them. But again, it, emo it elicits an emotional response. Having said that, I am a bit of a stickler for certain types of language. So there are some artists where I enjoy them, but I do filter out some of their songs. All right, so back to the list. Uh, country artists. Uh, Diamond Rio is probably my favorite. Brad Paisley, Garth Brooks, uh, Tim McGraw. Love those. Some uh, Christian rock or alternative. Uh, Three Doors Down, Skillet, Red. Um, a little heavier. Uh, Breaking Benjamin and uh, 6 a.m. and Disturbed. Uh, these three artists are ones that I enjoy their music. However, I do tend to uh, be a little choosy about what songs I pull from theirs. And another artist that doesn't really fit in this list, but as far as like the consistency, is Lorena McKennett. She sings some Celtic artists, uh, Celtic music. Very, I don't know, just very pleasant. Uh, I think my favorite song of hers is called Dante's Prayer. I believe she wrote it in Siberia, of all places, on a train ride. Um, excellent song. This is the interlude episode. We are seeing the Pokemon uh, Pikachu, Detective Pikachu movie tomorrow. Super excited about that. And, in case you didn't know, crop circles are Chuck Norris's way of telling the world that sometimes corn just needs to lie down.